So I'm a father of one. I gotta find a babysitter. I found care.com and I was blown away. Through the platform, I was able to find local and experienced candidates along with their reviews and rates, which were way more affordable than I anticipated. Care.com really put me at ease knowing that they were all required to go through a background check. If you're like me and you need to find someone reliable for your childcare necessities, check out care.com. Find the ideal sitters for your childcare needs. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. It's time to take command with former NFL tight end Logan Paulson and former Commander's Beat reporter Craig Hoffman. Take Command Podcast from Odyssey Sports. That is Logan Paulson. I am Craig Hoffman. And the Commanders get the win last night. They do end the streak, but there is a lot more to talk about with Sam Howell playing an entire half. Uh, A lot of the offensive starters joining him. The injury to Terry McLaurin shows the risk side of that equation. Plenty of defensive starters played as well, Logan. So plenty to chew on from last night. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, everyone is going to be talking about the streak and it's cool. Like, I think it is, it's a, it's a cool little tidbit that's going to be used in trivia one day. But, um, you know, in terms of being meaningful or like, oh, the saying the commanders have arrived, I'm not sure that it's, it's that kind of data point. I think there's other things in the game that are definitely more significant. So yeah, it's cool. It's fun. Um, you know, I think it's really fun for those kind of back end of the roster guys, like they got to do the two minute drive and you got to see from and how, absolutely fired up he was on the sideline and some guys some young receivers making huge plays offensive line pass protecting that's huge for those guys no doubt because they're gonna get a ton of visibility off of that but um you know in in terms of the grand scheme of things I don't think it it really matters you know so yeah no not at all but winning is always better than losing and and I think what was cool is you get a little bit of situational football you get to see you know obviously the threes but I mean at the end of the first half the one's got a two minute drive as well um let's let's start off big picture though not big picture wins and losses but big picture strategy like they played a lot more yeah. than certainly I think we would have played them if we were in Ron Rivera's position um they played a lot more than I think even people who thought they were going to play uh were ultimately said like hey they'll they'll play you know a couple of series don't expect much Sam Howell and company were out there the entire half. Andrew Wiley played one series, but then it was behind the two backup tackles yeah. with Leno not dressing. Um, Trent Scott was was the guy who got the the number two call at right tackle. Um, he replaced Andrew Wiley after just one series, and he and Cornelius Lucas held down the fort. I thought the offensive line was was very good. Um, the two sacks Howell said were on him, and uh, I don't think he's just covering from the O line there. No, uh, I but I, I what'd you make of of that much play time against Baltimore's twos? And knowing that it was going to be against their twos going in. Yeah, I mean, 43, 43 reps, man. That's a lot of reps uh, in a preseason game for anybody, you know. And so, I don't know. I think it's something that I think we've, we wanted. We wanted, you know. Like, I don't know if we wanted him to play that much. But I think we both acknowledged in the pregame pod that it would be better if Sam did play. And I think this is one of the reasons why. You just get him seeing NFL defenses. You get him working the chemistry with Terry and Jahan and Curtis and and again, I, in some ways, like people are like, oh, it's against the twos. And, and I'm one of those people like, you know, this isn't this isn't real football. You know, like this is not what he's going to be seeing on Sundays. 
But, you know, in, in the same way that you would scale a workout or you scale, you know, anything in your life, right, to kind of work up to that elite level of stuff, like this is a really nice thing to do. Because And people say, well, why is that, Logan? And for me, one of the things that I think is tremendously valuable is you get the quarterback seeing and going through progressions against a very good defense. It's going to be maybe not quite as good as what he's seeing in practice, not quite as what he's good as what he's been seeing against, um, you know, like in the joint practices. But it does allow him to kind of work the drill in a way that he hasn't been able to work the drill. Like one year, I remember we did um, with Mike, We what we did is we kind of split the team up in terms of ones would go against twos and twos would go against ones. Like two offense would go against one defense and vice versa. And we had two completely separate practices. And that was the year that like I got really good at football, honestly, just because I got more reps. And I think that's what you're seeing with Sam. It's like you're seeing him get more reps against a pretty good defense. And again, like the rush isn't going to be what it's going to be. The coverage isn't going to be what it's going to be. But I think like those reps are super, super important. And, you know, like would we have played him that much? Would I have played him that much? Probably not. But again, like I think EB, I think Ron understand how important it is for him to get those reps. And I think for his development, it just gives you like a, a confidence going into week one that like, hey, man, like he's seen it, he's done it, he's looked great, he's looked sharp, and um, and so yeah, that's kind of like my thought on that. Yeah, I mean they're they're not as difficult reps as will be. You know, I don't know. Arizona's not very good, but uh, against you know the best teams in the league, obviously against ones and even against Arizona, like these are backups yeah. um, compared to what Arizona's got, which they've got. You know, there's no Buda Baker out there last night, right? But yeah. these are all like this is way harder than it was in college. Like these are the best players in all of college football yeah. under NFL defensive coordinator uh, out there, you know, doing doing their thing. So this is this is the hardest game uh, outside of the Dallas game that Sam Howell has, has probably ever played in. Um, and that's that's valuable. I think the you know, you see the the downside. The the reason you don't do it is because of the injury. And if McLaren is out for a while, like yikes, man, like that's that's tough. Um, but yeah. It, when we said we wouldn't have done it that much, it was just to mitigate that risk. Um, it mitigate that downside. It's not to say that this wasn't valuable. And I think it, you know, that, that kind of can get lost in the argument. It's like, Oh, well he's survived. Now you're saying it's good. You said it was, you know, not worth it. And you know, it's easy to say after the fact when the risk does not, you know, go that direction that, uh, Oh, well you guys were wrong. And it's like, no, the risk was there the whole time. It was just a matter of percentages and you didn't want to end up on the wrong side of it. But now that it's done, now that, uh, Sam gets out of this game clean, um, I think you can definitely talk about the value of these reps and, and what you saw. And I think what you see a couple of things that, that really impressed me, um, obviously some of the quick game stuff gets the ball out quickly on time on target. Um, and I love how there's answers in this offense for the quarterback sure. Aikman, uh, regarded on that in the broadcast as well, that, you know, when you watch the Kansas city offense, when you watch this offense, you see the answers there quickly. And I think Sam in those situations did a good job of getting the ball out to the right place. You know, you're locked in on one guy. It's there. You make the throw. If not, you quickly get to the next. And I thought he was good on that. But I think the biggest thing, Logan, for me that I was impressed with, was how confident he was in the offensive line. He never panics. And you oh, know, yeah. there are times that he scrambles, but there's times, uh, and, and like that's the right play, but there are times that he knows pressure is coming and he's like, they're going to pick it up. And often you see quarterbacks, when they know pressure is coming, even if the O-line picks it up, they still feel rushed. They still feel hurried. 
And there were times last night he's just like, all right, we got it. Like, I'm going to sit back here and let these longer routes develop because now they're their numbers down on the back end. And some mm. of their bigger plays come against pressure that the O-line and the backs pick up. And Sam's willing to just sit there and let the protection do its thing and, and you know, dart a ball to someone down the field from the pocket. Yeah, and I think and I think that's another one of the advantages of of working in this situation is because like you you get to build a confidence in the O line. Like I like just think about how it looked against Cleveland. Um, obviously, in the first preseason game, like there was a like a more pressure. You know, we talked about how good the four guys played, and you know Wiley had a tough outing in terms of giving up a lot of pressure. But even that, like it felt faster. It was a, the pockets compressed more quickly, and I think that's something you're going to see more. Probably, um, you know, obviously in a regular season game, but one of the, one of the advantages here of like ones working against twos is is that you know he gets to sit and trust the protection, know that his guys are going to win one on one matchups, and like like you said, see the concepts in a way that he can't see them in practice. Then he it kind of it's very akin to like a, a seven on seven plus. And I think that was one of the advantages for Sam is he got to really feel the protection. The O-line won their matchups. It's not like there's bad rushers out there, but definitely not the guys that we were talking about in practice. Like, you know, Pierce isn't out there. Um, the kid from Penn State isn't out there for them. Like Queen and Roquan Smith, none of those guys are out there. So it's going to feel and move a little bit different. It's going to be like, you know, almost in slow motion. And I think that's what you saw is you got to see him kind of execute the offense at a high level. And I think that's something we've, you mentioned the answers within the offense. I think you got to see that. You got to see him, work through that, which is something that I think is super important. So, you know, like, um, again, like this is, I think this is good. It's good for him to get the reps. And I think, you know, you mentioned that, you know, we were kind of like anti him playing. I don't know if we were anti him playing. What I was anti is that if he was going to play, that all the other starters were going to play. That was something that I was kind of anti. And so, you know, that's why like Terry McLaurin, you know, like you're exposing him kind of unnecessarily. And, I, you know, like like you you pointed this out, like every time you play football, you're exposing yourself to a certain amount of risk. But I don't know. I think overall, feel good about what Sam did, feel, feel really good about what the offense did. I think it's important to give it the context that, hey, this isn't the ones. But I think when you look at the performance, you say, man, that's excellent. And I also like wanted to give a little bit of context in the sense that like how many years have we seen somebody go out and ball in the preseason that struggled in the regular season? So, again, like this is important. This is like a, a really good practice. And in terms of informing your decision about Sam, it's I think it's it's all positive, right? But it's also important to remember that this is this is this is a even though it looks like NFL football, it's not quite NFL football yet. So uh, just keep that in mind. I'm not saying Sam's going to be bad or anything like that. What I'm saying though is like just keep that context and keep that perspective because it's not always going to look like this from an offensive standpoint for for this team. Totally. Um... You know, we've used this uh, phrasing before, but like you can only take the test that's in front of you, right? Sure, yeah. There's there's nothing he could do last night that could make us go like, oh yeah, this guy's gonna be great in NFL football, or he's crushing NFL football because there wasn't um, regular season NFL football to be played last night. Um, yeah. It's just that that he had to play uh, preseason, and that's that he did a good job of it. Um, he did a great. He, he did, and like to be clear, he did excellent. He looked yeah. excellent. Like to your point, like didn't uh, I mean he had the couple like where he kind of. Yeah, uh, you know, there's a pressure. It's empty. He takes a sack. I think he did that twice. Don't love that, but that's him learning as a young football. Can we can player. we walk through both those sacks real quick? Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast do you have a a good feel for what happened i know one of them the slide seemed to go the wrong way so yeah so uh let's see if i can remember correctly on the first one basically like it's the same pressure that got him against uh or a very similar pressure not exactly the same it's the same pressure that got him against cleveland and so what they did is they basically brought a four-man overload to a three-man slide so they're in kind of a pseudo i think it's empty i don't remember exactly where the back is um but they have a three-man side so slender so the center cosby and the right tackle i think was foster at the time are working to the right what they do is they take the defensive tackle they basically pick the center right now you have a two-man slide and there's three rushers coming there right so one of those guys is going to come free and I think that's something that I'd like to see him get a little bit more comfortable with is just understanding like, hey, if we get two here, this ball has got to get out because it seemed to surprise him. Now, it came really quick because it's a free runner. It's, 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 it's essentially, I, we talked about it a lot. It's essentially like at its core principle, what Wink Martindale was doing to Scott Turner's offense last year when they played in the second game, or the first game last year in the second half of the year. It's you just find ways to overload the slide dictate the slide then overload the slide and they did that and like it was a good pressure and it's the same thing like it happened something similar happened in their blitz period in the on the tuesday practice and sam threw it away because he identified it didn't identify it as quickly here and so i think that's that's part of the issue right yeah second sack is is on on that one real quick just the downfield portion it does look like there wasn't really a great place to throw i think if he had room to step up he might have been able to get one to terry on the second level on that that high cross so Um, to me like i'm gonna say i'm gonna call nonsense on that like so and again like so the way i read it the way i read the concept is that's like a what we would call like a tony fork concept so tony is like a five yard out by jahan in this case and a clear so some people call it stick but like in, in other versions of the offense, I would end the call it Tony. And then on the backside, you have a shallow cross, a mid cross, and then like a basic or a, a dig by number one. So you get three guys running into your vision. So what I'm going to say is like the first read in that progression is the out. The, the, the receiver and that, that one, I don't remember seeing on the replay. So if that one was open, that's the one I couldn't see on the, so, the cause they, they showed the like sky cam from sure, behind yeah. replay and that one was out, out of vision. So, so for me, if that on that out, like the, the receiver, the number, the, the receiver, I think it was Gibson to the far right outside mm-hmm. releases, um, which is exactly right. The corner carries 
Jahan doesn't run out of it, which is exactly right. Just throw the ball to Jahan. That's your first read, especially versus pressure. And that's the thing that, again, like where you're identifying like what's going on, you know, like that's good. Get the ball there. I also thought he could have hit the low cross, right? Because the linebacker, it was a zone pressure. So they brought four to the offensive right. They dropped the, the left defensive end out. The middle linebacker had to push to the out route, who is Jahan in this case. So there's a huge void right over the middle of the ball where you can throw to the to the cross. Or if that backside safety starts cutting, which he didn't cut, but like there's a nice window there for Terry too. So I thought he could have hit the out, he could hit the cross, and he could hit the mid cross is what I thought. So yeah. to me, it's just like he didn't. And that's something that you do pre-snap. You identify the pressure pre-snap and the ball. Right. And you say, okay, where's where's my option? And again, you're not saying this is going to be a completed pass, right? It's just, can I get the ball out of my hand? Right. That, and that's players? what I was going to say is like, I don't know, especially the stuff over the ball that I feel like I had a better sense of. I got to go back and watch it, um, admittedly, on the out and in in general. But um, and it's not, it's not I, a on the clean, stuff like, over so the ball. Clear, yeah. It's, it's not super clean. Yeah. Like, I'm it, saying like it's, it's there's there's clean. enough space to get the ball out whether yes. it's completed or not is different and that's what i was going to say is like you've got to get it whether it's completed or not or you throw it at his shoelaces like you've got to get the ball out you can't take the sack and that yeah. you know that they're 100 is time for it all happens very quickly there's pressure in the face but there's enough time to get it at someone's shoes even if you can't get a completion and like you said if you can recognize it pre-snap and you see the good release by gibson say on the out then you should hopefully be able to get a completion yeah, and so and just to be clear, Gibson's outside releasing on a go, so the corner's going to get wide with that. So there was a pocket there. I thought he could throw to Jahan, who's on the out. But again, like that's one of the things that makes like Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees elite is because pre-snap they did such a good job of identifying what the coverage was. I mean, you've you've seen those clips floating around on uh, Instagram or YouTube where Tom Brady tells the back, "Hey, man, it's Tampa two. Like before the ball is even snapped, hey, I need you to get to hey, it's Tampa two. Get out." And like that is what makes Tom Brady super special. That's what made like I remember hearing stories about uh, you know Peyton Manning or Andrew Luck even identifying blitzes just based on rotations and keys or whatever. I don't even know what they're looking at because it's it all looks the same to me. But that that is the elite ability that says like okay we're getting this four man overload. Where's my hot? Okay, it's the Tony. Let's get the ball out real quick. You know like catch and throw kind of thing because yeah. I'm, I'm I we're not going to be protected. It's there's four man rushing to three protectors, like someone will be coming free. Now, I don't know exactly how the O-line is supposed to pick that up. Sometimes you're supposed to squeeze it. Usually you don't squeeze to a sl slide. Actually, I've never seen anybody squeeze to a slide. But again, I'm assuming the O-line did that correctly. I think that's on Sam. Again, get the ball out. Be be and again, it's that is something we've talked about a couple times in blitz periods and stuff like that. That has to be the hardest thing for a young quarterback, especially with like these kind of amorphous defenses like that's a zone pressure right it's just it, it's very very complicated so and also i want to point this out if they were prepping this blitz and they knew that was going to happen like what they would do is that left tackle who's getting the dropper would squeeze down and they could make that a full slide and they could probably pick that up so again like they're if they were game planning this pressure i don't think it's as big of an issue but for the preseason game obviously they didn't they, they weren't able to kind of you know, work their magic and get it picked up. So, yeah. Um, Aaron Rodgers also famous for pointing, going to the yeah, line, walking yeah. up to it. And like in the same way, same, you know, demeanor as most quarterbacks point out the mic, he'll just go, you're blitzing, you're dropping, 
yeah. you're blitzing and linebackers are just like do i do what he said because that's, <laughs> that's what i was supposed to do or do we try to mix it up do we oh damn it he knows um yeah. second one second sack seems like everybody slid right it's a four-man pressure and a five-man protection and so, uh someone yeah. comes free on the left yeah that uh, was the exact, outside that was guy. literally the that one was exactly the same pressure that they got versus wink martindale where they basically run I'm trying to remember they had like a true nose if i remember correctly and then they bring two guys inside the end who's dropping so when that happens the guard yeah so they basically had three men three rushers to a two man to to the man side of the protection so we just talked about the slide side where three guys are pushing this one there was three rushers to a two-man protection so cornelius when he gets that internal rusher has to squeeze that because it's to the man side. The quickest way to the quarterback is the inside gap. So you protect those up. You leave the outside rusher for the quarterback, you know, like understanding that he's got to identify, hey, I'm hot here, and he just doesn't see it, right? And, again, that's a youthful thing. That's something you're not going to game plan as much in this situation, so I'm not going to, like, crush Sam for not identifying it. But yeah. it, those, those, those are the issues, right? Those are the things that come up. They come up in blitz period. They come up all the time. It's it's hard playing quarterback in the NFL. It's especially hard when you're not prepping for it. So I think the O line handled both of those about as well as you could handle. And it's up to Sam to kind of say, "Hey, the ball's got to get out." Yeah, I will say uh, something that Sam did well on that one though is he recognized it immediately post snap and cocooned. Um, he protected yeah. the football. Yeah. He didn't try to do anything crazy. He's just like, "All right, well, I'm dead on this play. Let's minimize the damage." Um, and there's points for that sack fumbles very bad. Uh, so at least, at least he gets that credit on that sack, but he, he said on the sidelines to Lisa Salters and, and repeated after the game. And apparently he told Ron the same thing that both the sacks were on him. Yeah. And I, and I would say, yes, you know, like looking at how the O-line blocked it, look at their rules uh, from training camp. Yes. I would say they're both on him. But again, I would also say that's not entirely true in the, in this sense, if you're prepping these blitzes in the regular season, you will have more answers than what they're doing. We're just like, hey, we're in empty. You got to squeeze this. Sam, figure it out. It's like we're making it, we might use a dummy cadence. We might use a uh, false cadences are great to show blitzes, right? That allow us to yeah. check to a different play or allow us to alert a hot or allow, allow us to get to a, a, a different concept. So I just think like it is Sam's fault, but also he doesn't have every tool, every club in the, in the bag available for some of this stuff. So while that For is sure. Sam's fault, um, I think that's part of it. So. Yeah, definitely. Um, and that's probably, you know, apologies for the inequitable time on two mistakes on a night where he was largely fantastic. No, yeah. um, but the offensive line has been a huge talking point. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.